Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. All right, now let's get depressed and talk about Supergirl. <laughs> Welcome into DC Unscreen, episode 346. <laughs> I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey! <laughs> Today we're getting super spoilery on Supergirl 216, star-crossed. Um, to recap, the king and queen... Bleh, I can't even talk. The king and queen of Daxam arrive and demand the return of Mon-El. He turns himself in, but Supergirl tags along, exposing her to his secret heritage as the Prince of Daxam. Monel denounces his throne, but Supergirl can't forgive his lying to her. Wynn gets nearly arrested over an art heist, but Maggie buys him time to find the real culprit. He pulls a trick on Lyra, who has betrayed him, and then the entire DEO comes down on the art racket, which frees Lyra and her brother. Finally, the music master attacks Supergirl and escapes to Earth-1. Um, I'm not gonna lie, they, they tricked me with the Lyra. Yeah, well. I was like, I knew she was trouble. I, I knew they couldn't make an alien with ridges that weren't evil. It wasn't evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did, they, uh, I think they played her pretty perfectly, uh, overall. Cause like I said, when, when you brought it up the last time, like, hey, can we trust her? My, my point was they haven't given us those like lingering shots. They haven't given us that sideways glance right. that, Visually, on camera, she's look. She's a good guy. If you just just look at the editing, she's a good guy. Um, mm-hmm. But she has ridges and a and an English accent, which means bad. Which means bad, normally, yeah. Um, but no, she 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 turned out okay. And you got to give points to Win for just, I mean, balls and up. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always willing to give uh, points to Win for balls and up. Uh, took a lot of courage to tell the whole DEO to screw themselves, and he trusted her. Yeah. Now this is like week four. Of me thinking that this show has taken a downward turn. Mm-hmm. If I can, uh, uh, yeah, stop to point that out. Um, now I part of it was I didn't like the whole thing with Jeremiah Danvers and the the deportation plan and all that crap. Yeah, part of it was I just didn't like that story. Didn't care. Didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it didn't it didn't incite anything in me. And um, they mm-hmm. they were doing some weird stuff with um with Kara as it, you know as it reflected upon her dad, but. They've got to get out of this slump with Car. I I'm like, you fall in love with this hopeful, inspiring creature in season one, and in the last few episodes, that she's just been terrible. Like she's been a person I don't like. Yeah, she's been a spoiled brat. Yes. Um. And I, entitled little thing, like entitled. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say entitled, especially the bit where she's like, you know, like I'm amazing and I deserve the best. I'm like, oh, shut up. Uh, yeah. No, you're not. I mean, you know, you don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I deserve better. Yeah, all, all, all behind you. But like, um, yeah, just way too insistent. I like, what is it, a couple weeks ago? She's like, I embody the American dream, and this week she's like, I'm special. We get it. But uh, yeah. I mean, a couple things Jeez, like dude. she's she's still like she's so un- she's unforgiving. She's um, kind of pissy right now. They've written her into mm-hmm. this weird corner where, and I mean, I got to the end of this episode and I, I just wrote down like, God, I hope the musical fix this. Um, it seemed to. Yeah, I think it. I think it got us in a better spot. But like, anyway, I, I mean, 
Monel's sitting there saying like, "I really hope you can still see good in me." Like, I'm I'm falling in love with Monel now because he's the most hopeful person on the show. Yeah, like he he doesn't want to be part of of Daxum anymore. He stands up to his parents, um, his bitchy parents. Um, like Terry yeah. Terry Hatcher's just kind of a bitch the entire episode. Yeah, and you know what? I kind of, I actually, in reference to her, I, <laughs> I actually wrote down for some reason playing a Kryptonian. For anyone other than Russell Crowe, playing a Kryptonian or a Daxamite means that you are a terrible actor. Yeah, like I, she's no. Um, uh, never, my wife I've never in, seen her be bad. My wife walked in um, about the time that she she missed the, like the first couple minutes of Supergirl. She came in, sat down, and uh, saw Terry Hatcher and Kevin Sorbo up there, and went, "Oh, it's still community theater." Mm. I was like, I know. I was like, why do they do that? I was like, I don't know. It's like, is she a bad actress? No, she's not a bad actress. Like, she, we were back and forth. Like, she was so much better on like Lois, like the Lois and like, I know, I know. You've seen her in other things. She was good. She can act. I know she can act. I'm pretty sure Kevin Sorbo can. I don't know. Yeah. It's been too long since I've seen him kind do anything. Of. But um, they, what they do on this show for some reason, and it's not just Supergirl. A lot of people do this. Um. It's a, it's a thing where, like, when you have an alien culture visit, for some reason mm-hmm. they're supposed to use English, but they use it in a way where, like, they were told about it on the way there. Yeah. It's wooden and weird, and it tries to be Old English in a way that's not in any way charming. Yeah. It's bad. It's just, and especially on the show, like, every alien, and especially if they're a parent alien, you talk like a fool. Mm-hmm. But, um, sorry, back to my point about one thing real quick. Um, it, like, I, when... And Kara, all right, when, sorry, Wynn and Alex both have to stop and give, like, this hopeful talk to, um, to, 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 to Kara about trust and, you know, and all that stuff. Like, it, this, this is, this is the tables are turning the wrong way now. Like, and it's fine. Like, I, I enjoyed, you know, the Red Kryptonite episode last year. That's fine. The table's being turned every now and then. Great. But this is too, this has been going on too long. That's why I'm ranting about mm-hmm. it now. It's this is too long. I want it stopped. Like there's a whole point where later where she says like uh, relationships are hard and they're messy and they hurt sometimes and then gets on to Monel for just wanting to be e- just wanting things to just wanting things to be easy. Like she those are her two talking points, right? They're hard and they're messy and just wants it to mm-hmm. be easy. And then she immediately just kicks him out because it's gotten messy and she wants it to be easy. Yeah. Pretty much. And at some point he says to her, uh, he says to his parents, like, being near her makes me the person that I want to be. And I just kind of scoffed and went, how? <laughs> what are you seeing in her that I'm not right now? Dude, you got a lot of hope. Yeah, I I didn't get it. I, <sighs> I mean, Alex early in the episode, just uh, maybe he's just looking for a fresh start. Like, this is all stuff that should occur to Kara, to mm-hmm. hopeful, lovely, adorable oh. Kara. It's, it's funny because you say you say that like oh when he says that oh you know when I'm around her this I become the man I want to be and I'm like I get it but it's like eh, if if she were the character that she's supposed to be on the show yes but she's not right yeah now. that's my she uh, hasn't that's been for that's kind of why I'm, why I was scoffing is like yeah I mean if yeah. season one if you had walked in and seen her I would have been I would have been right behind you. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just... It, and early yeah. season two as well. It's just, we've gotten in the slump. What is it, 216 or something? What episode are we on? 216, yeah. Yeah, so, and I, I've got it in my head as the last four. So I guess the first half, no problem. But this la- the last four episodes is, is where I've just... Yeah, it's been just rough. It's been rough, man. I mean, I really noticed it. Uh, I think the episode before they actually had the, like, the sibling blowout, You're Not Part of the Family... 
thing with Alex? Yeah, I, I think that was the episode where I, I caught it too. So it's uh, it, we could we could go back and find it, but it's about Forsh. Yeah, it's just <clears throat> God. They've just <laughs> they're not even writing these characters anymore. Like, no, that, I don't, well, everybody I don't, else is kind of growing and changing and having wonderful things happen to. Like I'm still well, loving Alex and Maggie. It's wonderful. Maggie had a wonderful uh, role this this episode. She was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, sure. Wynn sure. was, was was great as usual. Um, yeah, he had a wonderful story. This, this this like his story. This episode was great. Uh, kind of. I you know I I don't know. I didn't like that he was so willing to like. I mean, he's a smart dude, a super smart dude. Why would he like break into that museum at night? Why? It's not um, worth it. Well, she. And I wrote down exactly this phrase, divine museum sex, mm-hmm. because that's probably the only time those three words have ever been combined in the history of human language. Right. Was was I the only one who wanted Maggie to kind of flip over to another scene and be like, I don't even want to talk about this scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was really hoping for that. <laughs> Especially because she couldn't be seen. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I wanted the footage of him, like, dry humping the air for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not even going to ask about this, but somehow I do believe there's someone there now. I got to believe because you look really into this, whatever's going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was good. That 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 part would have been good. Um. But yeah, like Alex and Alex and uh Maggie, uh, Maggie and Wynn, still great. Um. Hell, mm-hmm. even Guardian coming back. I I got a good great. Oh yeah. Great chuckle out man. of uh, when he hits Mandrax, like he does the little flippy thing and kicks him. <laughs> what does he say? Like you should run. That usually works. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I actually wrote it down. Try breaking through titanium alloy. That usually works. Run. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So, uh, like, to sum up my, my problems, <clears throat> um, you know, sorry if anyone's uh, pissy that I'm pissy about it, but to sum up my problems, the show is still holding together for me, and a lot of, the, like, especially the supporting cast is growing, changing, good things are happening. It's just Kara. It's just what they've done with her recently. Well, and Alex to some degree. No, I mean, I mean, Alex was weird in that one episode, no doubt. Um, yeah, that was bad. They, they like as you put it, Kyler, Shyler Lee, however, uh, did a great job playing someone that wasn't Absolutely. Alex. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and it was yeah, it was like Alex from sure, an alternate reality. Yeah, to be absolutely certain, too, I'm not even faulting Melissa Benoist's performance here. She's done a good job. They've just been putting her in a weird spot. Like I, I I bought her pain when she was throwing Monel out. Like it's it's not her fault by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even want to blame Terry Hatcher. I think the writers just screwed her over too. Sure. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the director too. Just I don't know. I don't, dude, I could build Why? a treehouse out of that dialogue. It's so wooden. It doesn't mean you have to act like it's you know you don't have to act like you're talking getting splinters in your in your tongue either. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe that maybe that's something they should do is like if they're gonna do these scenes with with these weird uh, old English alien speaking, like if that's what they're gonna do, they should just pull exclusively Shakespearean stage actors to do these scenes. Somebody that can put a little life into old English. Hmm. I don't know. Just bring in like Ian McKellen and be like, I need to borrow this guy for thirty minutes before he shoots. I've seen too many of these. Like I don't, I can't speak for non, but everybody else that I've seen play these characters on this show are fine actors. For the most part, and then they get here. A lot better than that. Yeah, there is. There's a. There's an ongoing dialogue problem with, um, with the aliens in the show. That's a. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. Well, here's some. Here's some. uh, Here's some lines that I liked. Go for it. Be careful. Always am. Respectfully disagree. Yeah, that was good. 
Um, <laughs> Again, they've made Monel fantastic, haven't they? Um, the flashback. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have been appalled. But when uh, when Monel's little bed buddy goes, you know, don't leave me, and then his 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 helper dude looks at him, and goes, leave her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he bills on her. She's dead. She's I'll dead so now. Hard. I'll have to wait. Oh, and that happen. I I don't know if it's significant at all, but you did notice that the whatever. Um, visitor from krypton that he kills he put you know he executes him on you know that's your punishment and all that did have specifically yeah. the s symbol on his side he did the house of l he did i don't know if that's going to be significant at all but well, it may just be it may just be a krypton symbol here i don't know I, i'm you know, i'm still they... a little confused about that yeah it might just be like um well if they did like like they're doing the movies it's not necessarily the house of l or symbol or whatever it is but it, it, it means it means hope there which is fine and it's more like a crest i guess but in some versions, well, I mean, like in, that S, that S symbol is literally the House of L. Like that's his family crest. In some versions, uh, most versions, I, in, including this this show, has said that like yeah, it's the House of L. It means hope. Um, so yeah, whoever that was, it had some. He had some something to do with the House of L. But. Do you have a family crest? Do I? Yeah. Um, I I, I don't think so. I don't... If I do, it's probably a bag of Cheetos and a touch of pepper. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I just started wondering, like, I think I, I think there's a, I think I had a great-grandmother with a Bible that had a, a crest on the inside of it. I might look into that. Mm, Is that something people still do? I'm just curious. Let, let, write in, and uh, if you made it this far in the review, let, let me know. I'm kind of curious if people still have crests. Right. That was a big thing I, for a long know, time. No, nah, I mean, they're, like, you, I mean, you go back more than a generation or two, and you can't find anything of my family. You know, we, so, too many name, you know, uh, names changed, and... On both sides of the of the gene pool there, mm. so I don't know. You're not so much a family tree, just like a family stump, maybe a piece of shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> the family shrubbery. The family tulip. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I liked this one. They're wonderful. Be- <laughs> they're wonderful bruises. Please don't show us where those are. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, you probably have this line written down too. It was my favorite of the episode. Um. Pretty sure the Cisco fellow and I would be BFFs. Mm, no, I didn't write it down. Oh, uh, that one got me going. Also, because I just geeked out over like, oh man, I would love those those two in a room. But well, we we've geeked out about that before. Like, what what happens if you put Cisco, Curtis, and Win in a room together? I'm pretty sure they. Magic. I'm pretty sure they can end like all of the world's problems in like one pizza and Red Bull fueled weekend. Maybe, but they wouldn't. They would choose not to do that. They would choose to fight crime. On a very small scale. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Looking at you, Ray. Anyway, all right, that's that's all I had on that. Except I did, you know, this was our our. I did like the gratuitous mention of musicals at the beginning of this episode. I I hated that, but I understood why it was there. Um, I think they had another gratuitous mention at the end of uh, the Flash last week. I can't remember. It was, it was somewhere last week. Somebody mentioned musicals. Anyway, um, this was our first look at Darren Chris as the music meister and. Um, you know this, and this was the night before I got to see the Flash, so I I saw it, and all, all I could think was like, man, he looks he looks okay. I think I'm gonna like him. Mm-hmm. A little charming, a little dubious. I uh, like the little effect he uses on the eyes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I had though. All right. Well, we will continue the discussion on our review of the Flash 317 duet, mm-hmm. which is which picks up directly after the Supergirl episode. Yeah. So it will. Uh, we are inadvertently mm-hmm. include some Supergirl commentary. Mm-hmm. 
We are DC on screen. You can find every episode of DC on screen.com. Downloads are important. If you want to help us grow, go and subscribe on, on the iTunes and the Stitcher. And uh, I mean, what, wherever you're listening to us, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, Proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com. I always kind of forget them for at least one of the reviews. So, sorry about that, Charles. And, um... <laughs> got a lot going on, man. Help. Help, Charles. It's crazy times. Um, <laughs> uh, DC on screen. One word for, face, uh, for the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram. And uh, until next time, guys, keep some DC on your screen. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.